You are listening to a Best Of series, only on Lance J Plus. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. One last question, because I, I would be remiss, I wouldn't be doing my job. If someone has a healthcare company that's yeah. a startup, yeah. really trying to grind, get it together, they yeah. have a business, they have a supply chain, they have something, how would they get in touch with you? How, how would they submit do you have an assistant? Because I'm sure you don't want to be bombarded with emails and calls. But how would someone get to jumpstart Nova to even present their their uh, perspectives on 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 what you know you could do in a joint venture? Yeah, man. Look at the at the moment, I don't have an assistant. Got I kind of pared everything down during the during the pandemic. So you know, Marcus Whitney, like if you Google it. I am the one that will come up Got it. and, uh, oh. you know, LinkedIn is really nice. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I would assume right. most people who have a bu- business have a LinkedIn profile. Right. That's how you and I connected. Yep. Um, you know, you can hit me up on LinkedIn and you know, I, I'm, I respond. Yeah. That's, that's, that's nice, man. I just, I just love with the, with the VC and, and hope that we'll talk again, uh, about that shift into sports. How did you get to become a part owner in the MLS franchise here in Nashville. I mean, that's that's a whole nother lane. These are two. Now, I always believe that these media platforms all connect. Mm-hmm. Venture capital, people that are in venture capital often have investments in athletics and yeah. uh, or uh, rather it's collegiate, you know, boosters for UT or Bama or my Ohio State Buckeyes or, you know, ownership stakes. A lot of it intersects. It's a lot of the same people. So I've met so many people through my healthcare platform that are in other lanes, but there's interest. Healthcare is 20% of GDP almost. So it impacts all of us. But how did you get into to the sports side? Are you a soccer player? Did you did you play soccer? What what made you uh, have interest in in this opportunity in a city that's burgeoning and growing in a in a really fantastic market? What how did you get that opportunity? Yeah, so uh, a lot of it was timing and, mm-hmm. and just, uh, you know, my skill set. So in mm. 2015, uh, a a new nonprofit community-driven soccer team called Nashville Football Club uh, came to life uh, because the, the team that had been here for decades, the Metros, mm-hmm. uh, went under. Ownership just kind of folded the team. And they were they were not like in the the, the top divisions in right. soccer. They were I think third or fourth division. Okay. So 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 Nashville football. Were they club playing starts, at Nissan Stadium or were no were no no they were playing much smaller okay. venues, much smaller venues. So so uh, so Nashville football club starts. Uh, I, I become a member. I'm one of the first hundred paying members. You know, mm. seventy five dollars, and I kind of don't pay attention to it because I'm the CTO of this company and I'm like focused on that. The summer comes, they start playing. I go to a game. There's two thousand people at this game going nuts. And I'm like, hold mm-hmm. on, this was like this little nonprofit, right. and I paid seventy five dollars. I have a scarf. I come out to this game, and it's a it's a commercial enterprise. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, um, and, and so you know what what I really uh, realized in that moment was there was the fan base necessary for soccer to be successful in mm-hmm. Nashville. That was something I, I didn't understand before. But as an entrepreneur, you're always looking at opportunities. You always see things like that. Mm-hmm. So the founder of that nonprofit Chris Jones and I developed a relationship and he knew that I was you know kind of involved in venture capital entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and he asked me to support and help and I was like listen I've, I've got pretty full plate I can do it but you know right. I need to be on the board in a meaningful right, way definitely. right so he made me the chairman equity. of the board well so so here's the thing it's a nonprofit so there's no equity yet right so he made me chairman of the of the nonprofit and I, I immediately come in, I start working on the e-commerce, some of the just, you know, 
dotting the I's, crossing the T's, making sure the organization is well set up. Okay. And then within like two, three months of me in the, being in that role, an article goes uh, live in the Tennessean, our local paper here, uh, that is talking about the mayor at the time, Carl Dean, talking to uh, a minor league soccer uh, team owner in the, the, the in Pennsylvania who was talking about relocating to Nashville. Oh, okay. Okay. And that... That started everything. I, I responded wow. publicly. The Tennessee and picked up that story. Right place, right time. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then it just sort of started this momentum where we were like, hmm, pro soccer is going to come to Nashville right. one way or another. And I think I, I think MLB is coming here, too. It probably is. It probably is. Got to get here. And I was I was really in the role of being responsible of making sure that this group of people right. that, that didn't get disenfranchised. The, mm. These were going to be mm. the fundamental fans of soccer in Nashville. Mm. OK. And I had to make sure they didn't get disenfranchised. So uh, I took the skill set I had developed, which was package up an opportunity and raise capital for it. Okay, but also convince the existing nonprofit that this is the right move, that we should move pro, we should go for mm. profit. Okay, mm. so basically, I did those two things. Mm. And in that transition, I became part of the ownership group of what was initially the USL minor league club. Okay, right. And then within a very short buy period low of time, and sell high. I mean, it's just you get in at the right time. It's, it's, it, it, it's, it's this is the right. entrepreneurial thing, right? right? You know what right. I mean? Like, if you're willing to put in the sweat equity right. on the front end, right. you you can maintain ownership throughout. Right. And so then when the MLS thing comes, John Ingram, who I've had a relationship with for right. al almost 10 years now. OK, right. like he, he's been an investor in Jumpstart in Jumpstart Foundry, all the other stuff we've done. He comes, we talk and basically, long story short, we sell the majority. We sell 50 point you know, 0.1 percent of the USL franchise to him, he becomes the majority owner, right. but that puts us in a position to now be along now for the ride with him. Right. Right. Through. So, so he's leading the charge for us to be a major league soccer team. Right. And then when that happens, so, so the, the beautiful thing about the story is, and then right, when, when you become a supporter shield champion and an MLS champion and like, yeah, yeah, get into we, Copa we, America and stuff we, like we, that, we, you're, we, you're hope, along, we hope you're all along, those things you're are along for that in, entire we, ride. Well, look, look, I was, we, we hope all those things are, are there, but the one, the one thing I do want to say, is the thing that I'm most proud of, the ownership thing is nice, but the thing that I'm most proud of is if you go to a Nashville soccer club game today mm -hmm. and you look at the supporter section, mm -hmm. those supporters are the supporters from Nashville Football They're Club in 2015. Right. That's, now, there are many more because right. they've grown, right. but the ones who are in the front, who are calling the chants, who right. are playing the drums, those are the same people who were part of that nonprofit. That's what I, that's what I care about. There's a lot of... People love this team. Um, you know, I think Nashville obviously is a Titans town. Yeah. Oh, look, man, we love the Titans. But but even and the there, Predators. There's but but I was about to say, I always feel like Nashville is a Titans town. But there's something about both the Predators and the MLS franchise because they were born here. Yeah, that's right. Whereas uh, the Titans moved from Houston right. and ultimately Memphis via Memphis uh, to to here. But this city is rabid people don't know around the country i've lived in seattle uh so i i was i was actually um well a part of a season ticket package to the sounders okay that's that's a big ago. deal uh they weren't where they are now but they were getting there yeah and and i've sat i knew that soccer was was here when i'm sitting in in that stadium i think it was called CenturyLink field at the mm -hmm. time yeah um 
there are 60,000 people. I know. At a soccer game. I was like, man, this is like Seahawks game. And yeah. the Seahawks won the Super Bowl and lost the next Super Bowl while I was out there. So it was very similar to a Seahawks game as far as fans, as far as, um, you know, volume, yeah. uh, people cheering and screaming. Yeah. And, you know, Columbus, the Columbus crew, you go to crew games, there'd be 9,000 people there. But, you know, in some markets, L.A., Soccer is 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 rabid, and, and I think Nashville really loves their homegrown teams. Um, they they love they love the Predators. Love the Predators, predators are loved. Love the Predators. Here, Nashville. I can't I can't wrap my mind around like it's Nashville's the South. It's not even <laughs> North, like where we grew up, where it's yeah. cold and people ice skate. But they love the Predators, and I see a lot of that working down here, and actually being able to look into Nissan Stadium from here and see when games are, and just seeing people walking around in the street. Um, there's there's a major fandom, and that's just an example of, of entrepreneurship. How how you really get in? I think people would assume that hey, this guy just has a lot of money. He wrote a check for ten million dollars to to get in, and that's not that's not how you did it at all. No, no, that's the exact opposite. You would people would just think that hey, you know, Marcus Whitney, he has a great uh, VC. At some point, he cashed out somewhere. He had eight figures, and he wrote a check to buy into a percentage, but. You actually helped build this thing. I'm a co-founder from a from from I'm the ground a, I'm a, up, I, right? And 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 right. like I'm I'm a it's documented. Right. Like like on on the website, there's a series called called Dream Together, and um you know it's probably the thing like I I I feel most you know I think proud is is the right word that they actually memorialized the role that that Chris Jones and I mm-hmm. played in in getting the club to this to this point it's like mm-hmm. I'm a recognized co-founder of the wow. club you know that's and, just and and that's going to be forever you know like like it's the ownership stuff ownership changes hands man right. but you right. but right. but you can't take away someone's role as a right. founder of something yeah. you know what or i mean originator yeah that's 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 fantastic what do you so what do you who are some of the teams are do you Go with the local teams. Are you are you a Nets fan? Were you were you nah, upset at nah, Kevin nah, Durant nah, nah. for airballing that three? Well, at the well end of no, no. I mean, look, what? look, look. He was the only one yeah, on the court playing like what, like like he wanted to win. I talked about it. I said, look, he man, was what the you, only one playing I on said, the court like he want, wanted to win. I said, what do you want from the man? The man played fifty three minutes. He crushed it. He was literally about to vomit. On he the crushed court. it. What can you know? These people, no, 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 are, these no, no, people no, no, are human beings. I mean, I mean, honestly, I was mostly. Watching that game, I was just looking at James Harden, and I was like, "Where did you go, bro? What he was, happened?" He was playing on one leg, though. I know, he was really man. bad. Uh, I mean, he just, but you, he looked like it, right? He looked like it. No, no, no. Listen, I, 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 grew, I grew up in New York. I'm a Knicks fan. I mean, you know, oh, I'm, so I'm, you're a Knicks fan? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, I'm from that era. So what is the? What I'm, I'm, is, I'm a Knicks, what is the Jets, plight? and Mets fan. What is? Oh man, so you picked all all three of the wrong. Teams. I'm, I'm from Brooklyn. You picked, you picked the wrong football team. Look, look, pe- the, the look, <laughs> you did pick the Giants. If you did pick the Spankies, if you are from Brooklyn. <laughs> it's Jets and Mets. If you're from yeah, Manhattan or the Bronx, right. you can be the Yankees and the Giants. Right. I, I um, know people who choose those from Brooklyn. I don't understand it because, you know, Shea, and I, I, I just don't understand it. So let's start with the Knicks. Yeah. Trey Young went through. He played the Reggie Miller role. Yep, he did. And successfully. He, he very successfully. And he propelled himself into stardom. Yeah. I don't think that any of us he's, saw Trey Young he's, he's star. He's a great bad guy. We saw him as a little guy that could shoot a whole lot and shoot high volume and he could hit threes from 30 feet out every yep. once in a while. Yep. But on the, at the Mecca, at MSG, Showed you go up. in there, you put up 30-40 at MSG, you're a star. Yeah. Um, but the Knicks for, made for, a First lot. game back on the pandemic. So like, right. crowded, right. MSG crowds, spike in the front, acting right. crazy. Spike in the front. 
uh, the 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 whole the whole crew. But yep. the Knicks made a lot. Of, they made up a lot of ground. Oh man, this, this is a, this is a great up, season. They made up a lot man. of ground. This was a great season for year. the Knicks. Great rebuilding year. Yes. Rampage tells me all the time. He's like nobody cares about the Nets. He's just like New York is the Knicks town. He said that uh, he's like. I live in Brooklyn, so I'll, I'll, if the Nets You'll win, go. You, I'll you, wear a hat. Yeah, 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 I'll support. Yeah. But but he said he said that most people in in New York still refer to them as New Jersey Nets. That yeah, they'll never that's right. even so they can have KD, Harden, the ghost of Michael Jordan. They can have whoever they want. That they'll just never be. It'll never be John Starks and Patrick Ewing and uh, and and those Derek Harper. Those if, guys will never if, be the same. If they win one, right. that might change things. Right. right? Winning always Everybody changes loves things. Everybody loves a winner. Yeah, winning always changes things. That's but, true. But, uh, you know, look, the, New York is is belongs to the Knicks, you know, for now. You are listening to the Lions Bay Radio Network. As a former quality executive who has literally retrieved and coded millions of charts, I've worked with our new partners over at Episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team. Episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval, coding, quality analytics, and in-home assessments. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration. If you're a man, you don't cry about it. You take life, the ups and downs. If you're a real man, you never go down, you just stay up. That's why I'm the world champion. That's why this sport coat costs $800 and that costs $200. And I don't know what that costs, I'd be ashamed to wear it. That's why I wear lizard shoes and a Rolex watch, and I got a limousine sitting out there a mile long with 25 women just dying for me to go, woo, because I'm the world champion, sucker. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile. The leader in 5G. 